don't know. You want to read a book, but you also want to work on that sweater so you can finish it while it's still sweater weather outside. What do you do? You sign up for Audible, of course. Find our Audible banner on the right-hand side of elisathearnista.com to start your free 30-day trial. You'll get two free audiobooks to get you started. You'll also get 30% off of additional audiobook purchases. And unlike a streaming or a rental service, with Audible, you actually own your books. You can access them anytime, anywhere, right from your mobile device. So go check it out right now. You're going to be glad that you did. Audible is something you can use in your everyday life. To start your 30-day trial and get two free audiobooks that are yours to keep forever, just go to elisathearnista.com and use our Audible banner where, you got it, over on the right-hand side. and welcome to a technically delayed Elisa the Yarnista podcast. My name is Mike and by my side with no technical delays is Elisa the Yarnista herself. How are you doing today, Elisa? Oh, honey, your technical delays are my technical delays. It's an us thing. It it's is. We. It's true. Luckily, we've had some assistance in chat saying, hey, you are not making any noise. We were sitting here talking, having a, a nice conversation. And we were making plenty of noise. We were making noises, but oh, nobody could nerds. hear us. What'd you drop? See, I told you they're just like double points. Holy cow, that's going to be an issue, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Do working wanna, on it. Do you want to talk about what you're working on, or do you want to save that? We're going to save it. Okay, I'm... so hold on, everybody. Lisa's going to talk about the things that she's dropping on the floor constantly, repeatedly, one after the other. Twice. That's what I said. One after the other. You only need two to have one after the other. True. True. So, Thank you, everybody, for joining us here. Episode number 118. Uh, again, Lisa and Anissa podcast. I'm trying to think of where I am and where I'm going. Do you know where I am or where I'm going? That seems to be an issue lately. I'm not sure where you are or I, where you're going. I'm sitting right here. If you would like to help us out on the podcast, you can uh, go to patreon.com slash Yarnista, and for $5 per month, you can join us live in the chat. And you can also help us with technical issues that we have, like, hey, I can't hear you. You're not on making any noise. a podcast. On a podcast, which is important to have noise on a podcast. So for $5 per month, join us in chat. And uh, you can do that each and every single week. And we always hang out a little bit before and a little bit after the show just to uh, talk about random things like iPads and technical difficulties. Making sure there's noise. Chinese food, making sure there's noise. All yeah. that kind of good stuff. And if you want a, a, a free way that you can help us out that's going to cost you absolutely $0.00, make sure you go to uh, iTunes, Stitcher, and yes, Google Play. Leave us a review up there. Uh, it helps bring visibility to the show and, and uh, hopefully get the word out to a few more people here and there. Tell your friends, tell your family, let everybody know about the show. And uh, that costs you absolutely zero, but can do a whole lot to help us out here at the show. If you'd like to participate in the program, you can send an email, podcast at elisathearnista.com. Ask us questions, give us your thoughts and suggestions and ideas. And maybe you... Uh, have a question or comment about the devices that Elisa is using right now. We're really, we're really plugging this. We're really uh, building this up to the the things that you are currently using. The device. Oh, the, the, these aren't really. I wouldn't call these devices. Though. I mean, it's multiple. 
I would call my iPad a device. Okay, what would you call that? Your tools? My tools. All right, so we're going to talk about those tools. Man, we're really, a, we're really building. This better be good. We, it's all you. You better have a lot of good you things. You are or a lot setting me up for failure. Things to say about this. And I guess if we want to talk about failure, Lisa. It's not failure, but I couldn't think of another way to lead into the uh, projects that you're currently working on. And people really won't have to wait very long to find out what you're doing here and what we're talking about and dropping, are you? We'll have to... We're just going to get into it right now, I guess. So I guess I'm going to lead with that one. Or, you know what? Do it last. Do you have more to talk about? Yeah. But we'll, t- we'll talk about this because I mean I think people might be distracted. I mean, they're probably so excited right now to find out like what they're not going to pay attention the deal is. to. They're just going to be like, OK, they're probably just going to like drag the little the little ball across to like get to the point of like where I'm talking. about. That's true. We don't want people skipping through just to get get to the good parts. So what I'm working on um, is and I'm not very far on it because apparently there's a difference between waking up in the morning and sitting in bed and knitting on a sock, casting on and knitting on a sock and um, going to work. And, um, you know, working and sitting around with during throughout the course of the day, I think it was we had one that left, two that came. I think we had 13 knitters there. Four. For, uh, I can't tell you what they're calling it, um, for a sock and hat club. Fun. So, yeah, so as you can imagine, when there are 13 knitters in the store, plus regular shop traffic, you don't get a whole lot of knitting done. Yeah. So, which I don't do a whole lot of knitting there anyway, but, um, so I did get my toe cast on because there was a little thing last week that I was, you know, going to test and get back to everyone on. I heard about that. I was here when that that promise came about. Yeah, and then I thought about it last night when we had our um, sweater club launch for the year, and um, I hadn't gotten going yet. So, um. So they're the the Addy the flexi flips. I'm working on the sling heel sock, which I think I talked about a couple weeks ago. And I have like as far as the heel done on one with the new uh, socks, yeah DK that I really really like. It's a wonderful yarn. I think it'd be great for hats and mitts and super soft. It's merino, a little bit of nylon. I think it'd be really great for babies. Hmm. Um, there've been quite a few baby things done out of it. Um, but yeah, it's actually, it's a, it's a lot beefier than I thought it was going to be. It's just a really nice yarn. So um, I have one sock done up to, up through the heel, but I'm going to try and just, th- since they're toe up, I'm going to try and get out of two balls and see how long I can make the cuffs that way. Um, so I needed to get the other sock up to the point of the heel. So hmm. that's what I'm working on, on the Addy Flexi Flips. That's interesting. So you've got magic loop going on one and then flexi flips on the other yeah but then they'll be magic loop together once i get up to the once i get this one up uh, to that point okay so they i need to get them to the same point before i could magic loop them at the same time sure so um but yeah the, the the pattern's really fun the yarn is really nice um i haven't like actually knit a whole lot in the round on the flexi flips i think here's my initial thought on them I think if you like double points, I think you will be gaga for the flexi flips. Yeah. Um, for me, I am a magic loop kind of girl and I like holding my two needles. Um, so this has been a little bit more because it's a little bit like holding um, double points. Sure. Um, but it's not really like I'm holding double points. So I'm kind of like trying to, I, I don't, they're, because I don't knit with double, well, when I do knit with double points, my fingers fall asleep. 
because again the needles dig oh, into my hands because um, the way that I hold them. So, um, but I, I like them a lot because um, one end is a regular Addy Turbo and the other end is an Addy Rocket. So that was really nice for working the toe on the the socks uses a uh, German short row. So it's really nice for the knitting side to have the pointy side. And then um, for the purling side, just because for me, it's e- because I knit continental, it's easier for me to split the yarn. So hmm. I like having the blunt side for that. Sure. So um, it was nice to do that, to use it that way. But um, yeah, it's nice to have that versatility. So I'm just kind of, well, check back with me later because I'm going to just, I'm going to just so keep knitting do, in a circle and we, see. On a pretty much weekly basis. Well, I mean we like later back. in the show because oh. I'm going to just keep knitting in a circle now and okay. see how it goes. So, but yeah, so that's what I'm working on. So I'm hoping to get these socks done this weekend because my first sock, I got the toe and the heel all the way or the toe and the foot all the way down up to the heel sitting in bed one morning. Not bad. And I, you know, I wasn't like in bed until like two in the afternoon or anything. So, um, so yeah, I think I'll be able to get these done or mostly done this weekend. So the other thing before I, and see, this is the other thing that I just, I, like I said, I think if you like double points, these are like the cat's meow. But for like, I think they'll be really nice for sleeves on sweaters. Okay. Because um, it's a little bit larger circumference. I think that might be helpful. But um, the other thing that I got back to work on this week, I'm working on something for a class project, which is not really like anything. It's a swatch for the class project. So that one's not... Well, yeah, probably, it's not very exciting. Not much to say about that, I imagine. Yeah, I'll uh, maybe share some of that next week when it's all done and everything. There but, um, so my yarn came, and I love Lopi because here we go. My stitches just fell off my needle, and they just sit there. I'm like, hey, we're, we're just waiting. Go we'll ahead, be put, here when you're ready. Put the needle back in. So I got two rounds done last night at Sweater Club. So I got I got a lot accomplished last night. What? In my it's better than zero rounds two three hours yeah three hours i got two rounds done so um my new color is um so this is the the new color combination is a dark gray like a dark charcoal uh light gray and then this kind of like tealy kind of like heather charcoal heathered greeny kind of yeah. color what's it called what's the color name um i have the color name on our website it doesn't have the name on here though oh. i can't remember what it's called i don't think it's on here no they don't have color names on here but they do have color names they're on it they're listed on our website because you know me i don't like well, yarn if it doesn't have a if it doesn't have color names so of course um but this is definitely better so i'm hoping to get this done this weekend and get it washed and blocked and have it at the store this next week because the lopi will be arriving they say it's supposed to be there on wednesday so i should have it thursday or friday we'll see I think. who how, how'd you manage to pick out that color elisa that's a very fun color for you i i, I ordered it when i picked out my oh, colors well, that was easy then that's surprising yeah, and then I asked you which one I should use because, of course, I wanted to use the one the one that looked like baby poop. Yeah, that it was. It's like a. I mean, it's a fine color, I think, on its own, but it's like a greenish, brownish, like baby poop, baby poop color. Which 
I mean, it's no. an amazing color. It, I think it would be a really good color for the main color. Yeah, that would be fine, but not not with the gray so that you've like, already got in there. A and, whole bunch of baby poop, it just not like a yeah, schmear across the the yeah. yolk. So no, but this is this. I th- I really like this one in there. And you'll, I mean, you're only two rounds into it, so you'll be able to see a little bit more once Three. you get. You said two. Three. Oh, you only got two. Done I got the other two night? done last night. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's completely different then. Oh, actually, I got. I, it looks like I got two and two thirds done. So I got well, a lot. A... <laughs> that's like almost like half again as much, right? Yeah, well, close. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm really excited to see it all end up. I love the Lopi for color work too, and I think it's going to be a really good. We'll be, we'll be doing a. Um, We'll be doing a knit along. There'll be more details coming on that soon. But we'll be doing a knit along with, uh, with Lopi. Lopi. What's the what winter. weight is that? It's an Aran weight. Okay. So it's a it's a like a loosely spun um, single um, Aran weight, uh, and it's like it's super duper warm, um, but it's really really forgiving for color work because it has a little bit of a fuzz to it with that with it being a single. Hmm. Um, but it's really good for like if anyone wants to try a steaking project. Lopi is really good for like a first steaking, steaking project because it's really sticky, so it doesn't even want to come undone. Hmm. So, but yeah, so um, it'll be at the store later this next week. So, Maybe. Well, they took my money finally, and I called them. Yeah. I'm like, you haven't taken my money. I, I just want to make sure everything is okay. So, yeah. It's okay? It's I okay. okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Yeah, we have, I think there's seven colors that are on back order. So, um, there'll be a few that won't be in stock right away, but I'm waiting to hear back from my sales rep on when those will be available. Because I'd like to, well, actually, one of them is the color I wanted. To, well, two of them are actually colors I wanted to use, of course. Mm-hmm. Two of the seven. But we'll still have. That's the way it goes. Yeah. But there'll be a bunch there. Yeah, it's a nice yarn. I'm excited. It, One of the sweaters um, that I have listed as an option for the knit along is Stopover by Mary Jane Mucklestone. And That's it a is, fun name. I'm going to change my name to Mucklestone. You do? Okay. Is um, she British? It's got to be a British name. No. Are you sure? Yes. Where's she from? I think she might be from Minnesota. Doesn't mean she's it's not a British name. I don't know. Sounds like it sounds Maybe she very is British. English. Mucklestone? Mucklestone. Mucklestone. Mucklestone is 100% British. Okay. It's got to be. Okay. But it's knit at a gauge of like 13 or 14 stitches over four inches. It's one of the two. So it's like, because Lopi, the recommended gauge on Lopi is, um, is 18 stitches over four inches. But she did stop over as part of the... Uh, or she did she designed stop i don't know if she designed it for the mason dixon ladies um but the mason dixon ladies did it as a knit along called uh bang out a sweater like last year or the year before and i think it was like something of like knitting a sweater in like a super duper short amount of time those feet i tell you yeah so um but yeah that one's a really good one to do too so but yeah i'm really enjoying it the knitters seem really excited about it so well yeah so I think that's all I have for knitting. There hasn't been a whole lot going on in the knitting world this week for me. It's okay, for you, that's a good qualifier because I'm sure in the, in the world of knitting, there's been a lot going on. Just not. Oh well, there's a new. You've... Yeah, the new Brooklyn yeah. Tweed uh, collection released. Um, uh, Church Mouse put out an addenda. If you're a fan of Brooke, of uh, Church Mouse's basic sock, which that's what we use for beginning sock classes at our mm-hmm. at the shop, um, they put out an addenda for using uh, Shelter. 
um, Brooklyn Tweed Shelter in place, uh, which is a worsted weight, um, but they adjusted needle size and then give they give it. You still need the original pattern, but there's an addenda to be able to do it as a worsted weight with with uh, shelter for for their their slippers. So they're yeah. like they're like sleeping slippers. They're not because Brooklyn Tweed isn't like good for like walking around the house or hiking. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it good for like sleeping and, and stuff like that. So, but they That's put that out cool there. So, so is that in addition to, or is that is like, like if you buy the pattern now, does it have both of those options on it? Nope. Nope. You, uh, you buy the pattern and then, uh, it's a free addenda on their website that you just download. Oh, you go to the website. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. yep. So, um, yeah, there's been a lot going on this week in the knitting world. Everything kind of, starts kind of just kind of tumbling a little bit again after the holidays and everybody starts yeah. getting back into everybody's recovered a and normal ready for a new a normal uh, groove and ready to start a new year yeah so yeah cool so if you want to buy any of that stuff elisa's talking about here make sure you go to fireflyfibers.com that's a local yarn shop that uh elisa and i own here in beaver dam wisconsin which is where we live uh you can buy well, Lopi will be there by the end of the, end of the week, it sounds like. But up until then, mm-hmm. if you if you just can't wait, if you have to have something right now and you got to do some shopping, there's all kinds of other stuff on there. You can actually buy your Lopi now, and then I will set it aside for you when it comes in. Oh, it's on the website? It's on the website. Well, there you go. go. It's under worsted weight. So under go yarn. purchase Lopi, and it'll ship when it gets here, whenever that happens to be. Yep. Cool. Or if you want to pick it up in store, you can always leave a note before you hit checkout or cart. Or, yeah, when you hit cart, it'll show you everything in the cart. And there's a little box that'll show you that'll you can leave a comment for me, and you can just put in store in there, and you can pick it up at the store. Yeah, make sure you do that because then when you come into the store, you can always buy some new things and, and buy more and put it on and well, add and it I, to your order. Well, but I credit you for the shipping if you pick it up at the store. Yeah, but even better for us is you can buy more stuff when you go to the store, but. When you order online and you're going to have it shipped, make sure you order at least $100 mm-hmm. worth of stuff because that'll get your free shipping on that whole entire order of whatever it happens to be. It's going to go in a box or maybe some sort of a Mylar bag from the United States Postal Service, and it'll ship to you for free. And if you're looking for uh, the Len uh, My Knitting Notes, we are just about out. Uh-oh. So make sure you get one of those. Yeah. I'm trying to operate my mouse here, and Rollo is not making that easy. Oh, I need to find my cookbook because if you're going where I think you're going. We are going. Lisa's favorite segment. I don't know. Maybe is it your favorite segment? I'm going to say it's your favorite segment. We're going to talk about Elisa likes to cook and make food. We're going to talk about the food that Elisa has cooked over the last, I don't know, week or so. I have been cooking. And, yeah. and listener Jane asked me why I you know, we should have a, a section a segment with um with recipes, and I'm like, but well, we do. But then I thought, well, wait I a know. second, I haven't really been cooking much, so there hasn't been a lot to talk about. And you can't really give out recipes no. on the podcast because most of the recipes you use are from books that are for sale, and that would not be good unless you have your own recipes. Those you can give out on the, on the show. And I was thinking that like. You you've asked me before what which one of the nom nom paleo because I pretty much cook I make almost everything from nom nom paleo mm-hmm. so which one of the two cookbooks would I recommend if you could only pick one I would say ready or not because pretty much everything from the red cookbook um, is available on her website a oh, lot really? of the recipes in, in the, a lot of the recipes in ready or not are also available on the website but there's like 150 here 
I don't know. Oh, that one has a hundred. Over a hundred, according to the, over the cover. One hundred plus. Yeah, hundred. But that's amazing. I use this one a lot. Well, I use this one a lot more because the recipes are new to me, I guess. But a lot of the other ones in the other one have made it to the website or they're on her. Her app is really good, too. If you have an iPad or an iPhone, her um, the Nom Nom Paleo app is really good. Hmm. So um, so one of the things I made this week. Oh, it's a Tex-Mex beef and rice casserole. Um, so it has some rice cauliflower and some beef and onion and bell peppers and garlic and salsa and stuff like that in it. Um and then you whisk in eggs at the end. So you cook up all the stuff and then whisk in eggs at the end. And I, we had, because I was going to make a chorizo meatloaf from, I think we talked about that, that yeah. I was going to make that chorizo meatloaf. Well, it was just going to end up taking too much time and baking it and everything. And I thought this looked really good. So I made this and it was really good. So I used the chorizo instead of using, I fried up the pound of ground beef and then the chorizo. You did like a half and half or something. Did right? half and half. And... This is really good. So I actually froze. Um, what does she say here? Extras can be refrigerated for up to four days or frozen for up to four months. So we popped it in the freezer on Monday and yep. you pulled it out today. Which we're gonna we can do because there's so oven. much room in the freezer yeah. now. Well, man, so much. But it was easy to put it in there. That's for sure. Yep. Since we cleaned out last, what, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Yep. So yeah, so we're, that's what we're going to have. We're having this for leftovers tonight. And that was really, really good. Yeah. Top with a bunch of cilantro and. Yeah. Um, but that one was, so that's, that's from, uh, that one's from ready or not. Um, the other thing that I made, so I don't think that was Tuesday, Wednesday mornings. I try and make a bunch of stuff because it's just like, I have a bunch of time. Well, I always think I have more time than I really do. More time on Wednesday than you do on Tuesday. And then it's like 10 after 11 and I'm still in my PJs and running around the kitchen making stuff and I'm waiting for soup to cool. And this Um, is all because the store does not open until noon on Wednesdays, whereas otherwise it opens at 10. So you've got a little couple extra hours there in the morning, which feels like a couple hours should be a lot. But like you said, by the time. Oh, no, it goes fast. All of a sudden, whoa, I got to get going. Yep, Rollo needs some love, and he has to go outside, and he has to have treats and all that. So, um, so I got a bunch of Napa cabbage over the weekend at the grocery store, and um, carrots and some sweet peppers and stuff. So I made, basically, I got everything to make a big batch of kimchi, and that is also a recipe that is in Michelle's new cookbook. In her basics, I really like how the book is laid out because the there's a section with like the kind of I don't know what it's called. It is called Get Set. So it's like the stuff you need to cook anytime. So it's like sauces. Is there um, a ready and a go section? No. Or a um, cook section, ready, get set, cook. Well, there's ready. There's kind of ready. Oh, they're out of order though. What do you mean? It get set is before ready. Yeah. Because you're, you're, it's, it's supposed to be ready, is, get set, it, go. It's in the right order for this book. Ah, uh, she's got it all mixed up. So, I'll have to give her a call and say, hey, Michelle, what are you doing? So she has a recipe in here for her own uh, kimchi, and it's really good. I actually bought some of the, oh, what is it? What is it? Oh, I can't say this word. Is it a swear? No. Just do that if it is. Gachugaro? I think that's it. Sure. Gachigaru. That works for me. Also known as Korean chili flakes. 
Um, I highly recommend recommend actually getting that instead of using like because I think before I've used crushed red pepper to make kimchi. Yeah, that sounds. And uh, this is yeah, really really good. So what's the difference? What are those? These are Korean chili flakes. Well, but how is that different from a crushed red pepper? What is it? It's like, like it's a more powdery thing. I don't know. I don't eat them because they're they're both very spicy. This one like oh. burns your nose and oh, that doesn't sound good. Rollo's having a foot fight behind us. If you can hear that, because I'm sure everybody in the world can hear that now. He's, he, it's a thing he does. Don't we can't figure out why it is. His foot decides it wants to kick him in the face. Luckily, the people that are watching the video version of this got a nice look at that. <laughs> it's really awesome when he so, does it in the morning when you're trying to sleep. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Anyway, oh, we're talking about kimchi. Well, kind of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I'm sorry. When... Well, and I asked you what, what I made at this time. If you like it better, if you like the homemade better than the store-bought. Mm-hmm. And you, you said yes. Mm-hmm. I like... Yeah, for sure. I like making it homemade because I put red pep- sweet red peppers in there and... Yeah, um, you can do whatever you want with it. I put a lot of carrots in there because I really like the carrots in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I made a ginormous batch of this. And so while this was going, I made, and this recipe is available on uh, Michelle's website. It's the um, pork and Napa cabbage soup. It is really, really good. So you bought all the Napa cabbage. I basically from the bought all, yeah, well, it's Beaver Dam. There isn't a whole lot. The the like eight pounds I bought was probably all that was available here. Which is why the the cashier is so impressed and, and fascinated when you buy things, especially the Napa cabbage. So, yeah, the the cute little girl at the grocery store. What do you think? Do you think she's in high school or just? I don't know. I think how old I feel like she she's is. older than she's high school. Probably, yeah, she's probably. But late. every time you go through her lane, she always, always comments on everything. Every item. and it's like I feel so good about like all of like the awesome food that I'm buying. Yeah, it's the thing. It makes it take like five times longer than it should, but you also feel really good because she's like, oh wow, the, you know, Napa cabbage. This is a like, big one. And, uh, she's always just amazing. Like every time, like and everybody, it's not just like you or I. Like everybody that goes through the line, she's just continuously fascinated by the food. <laughs> That they're buying it's incredible <laughs> you know it's, it's a great like, experience it, it's always cute like the cashiers because we, we've been going to the same grocery store since we moved here and like a lot of years ago like almost 15 it'd be 15 years ago 14 yeah. years ago and uh yeah it's it's always so cute because some sometimes they get like some people times there are people up there the cashiers they just don't really care and other times yeah. they are like i love food and i'm yeah. like okay well i do too i'm really tired and i want to go home and you're working <laughs> in the right place <laughs> so anyway um so while the kimchi, because the 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 napa cabbage, you cut it up and then you have to uh, you sprinkle it with salt to kind of just just kind of to wilt it down and sweat it a little bit. Um, kind of when you make when you make uh, sauerkraut, which I got I got either tonight or tomorrow. I have to do that because I'm thinking at this point it's probably about ready to go. So either I need to. Uh, I think I might do a combination. We've talked a little bit about do we want to can it or freeze it? Because my dad just freezes it all, puts it in quart bags and, and freezes taste it. Test it. I think I'm going to do both anyway. I mean, it, it tastes pretty much the same either way. I think depending on how you're going to use it, like putting it in jars is going to be easier if we want to give it away and gift it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I think if, if we're going to go to a brewer game and we're going to do a tailgate and we're going to cook out, I think just a just in a quart bag, as I, long as you plan ahead and thought in time, it'll be fine. I think it's crispier when it is canned. It's crispier? Yep. 
I feel like it's crispier. Why would that be different? I think it would be the other way around because it's getting cooked, not a lot, but it's getting cooked to some degree when it's But the freezing canned. breaks it down too. I don't know. Let's well well let's let's do it and we'll test it. Yeah, I think doing some of each is yeah. going to be a we good have, way to We do have we have enough to Yeah, we didn't do as much as we did last year, but yeah, that's I need to check on that and make sure it gets put up this year because otherwise I don't want it to go to waste. You're again gonna, it's get, gonna be embarrassing for like the third year in teased. a row that you're just like showing up. They're just using you for your, your smushing ability anyway. That's half the, I mean that's not half the fun. That's like ninety nine percent of the fun is to show up and make it and hang out with the family and stuff. Whether you get to eat it or not, that's kinda secondary to the whole process. Except we really like sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um which we should make sauerkraut and have Reuben dip again too, because we haven't sure. had Reuben dip in a long time. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm always up for that. Um, and what is what goes? Is it just it's Thousand Island and Swiss cheese and Reuben sauerkraut stuff. and it's everything but the um, bread? Oh, we use buddings for it, the buddings yeah. corned beef. It's everything, so. everything but the bread. You just put it in a little crock pot thing and mix it up, and away you go. I, if I can make it, anybody you know, in the world can make it. I think we haven't had that since. Um, since I went off gluten, and I think it'd be absolutely fine on like some crackers, some gluten free crackers. Yeah, yeah. good. Eat it on a stuff. spoon. I don't care. There's I'll that too. Yeah, just eat shove it on a my spoon. face. And... Okay, so the, um, so while the while the the cabbage was sweating, it was sweating. Yeah, it was sweating off mean? the moisture. The that's when it gets all. Yeah, yeah. No, that's when you put the salt on it. And let it set. So you have to let it set for an hour. So while I was doing that, then you can I put it. Why do you do that? Because it makes it all limp and stuff, and then you can smush it in the jars better. Oh. Because you, you sweat out some of the liquid, oh. so you don't have as much liquid. Like sauerkraut, except you keep the liquid because, yeah, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm learning about kimchi. You're learning about fermenting. I uh, fermenting. You just put stuff in a container and let it sit in the counter for a while. It's not so complicated. So, well, it really isn't. No, it's not. Fermenting is easy. If it gets black mold on it, then you shouldn't eat it. Then you probably just if leave it alone. it smells, like, awful. Um. So while that was going, then I decided, oh, well, I'm going to use my Instant Pot and I'm going to make, I'm going to get the soup started because I was going to, I decided I was going to have the pork and Napa cabbage soup for breakfast. Sure. Because it's delicious for breakfast. I love it for breakfast. I don't know why okay. I love it for breakfast. You don't have to justify it if you I like it for breakfast. I just think it's good. It's You're weird. You're an adult woman. You can eat whatever you want it's for soup. any meal. It's why soup. is it weird? I don't know. Who cares? Because um, <laughs> you have eggs for breakfast all the time. So. I'll eat breakfast for dinner. I don't care. It's... So, um, so I got this, I got the, I got the, you, you fry up the, the, um, the pork and then I put, uh, I use dried shiitakes. I get these, some sliced shiitakes online because they're super easy and finding, and they have more flavor than, uh, than fresh ones. Yeah. Fresh ones are really expensive and hard to find. Actually, they have them at our grocery store now. Good. So, um, so I put those in there and I got everything all ready to go and then it doesn't fit in here. Because I was using the six quart instant pot, and Uh-oh. like, because and then I made like a batch and a half, and I thought, oh, so I got to use my eight quart instant pot. I yes, people love have, that thing. We have two instant pots, believe it or not, for some reason. It was on sale. It was Black Friday. There's the reason. But it was perfect. I put everything in there, and it. It. I think it's gonna. It's great for, and that's what I wanted to use it for for larger batches of bone broth, and because I mean, bone broth takes two hours. Um, so yeah, uh, use it for bone broth and did you turn off one of my thing? I can't hear anything out of this one. I didn't do anything. 
Did it just happen? Are you teasing me? You're teasing. No. What am I gonna? I don't. I don't What's have a way on? to do that. Huh? I don't. I can't hear. You can't hear anything. Well, now I can. Today oh, no, the, I can't. Today is the day of technical difficulties. I don't know. Oh, that's weird. Which side can't you hear out of? Hello. I can't hear out of the right now. Now I can hear out of both. Can you hear anything now at all? I don't know. I can hear only out of my left. Are you messing with me? No, I'm, I am now. <laughs> now you're completely in the right side. How about we just go and I can talk? Now you're in both. Now I'm in both. How about this? We'll put Elise on the right side. I'm on the left side. So if you're listening to us in your car, you're driving around. It's like you're sitting in between us and it makes it even more fun. Is it... Can you hear? Can you? You can hear me, right? I can hear you. Can you hear you? Yes. Oh well, then your headphones are fine because you're on the right side. It's cutting out. Oh, we we we've got some. Uh, whoops, we've got some cable issues apparently. There now we're now we're all together again. Recording like the uh, the Beatles. Well, I'm just gonna have to wing it here. I don't know if it's my headphones or what is going on here. This I'm sorry, everyone. I'm not sure. What's going on exactly here? I think we'll be fine. We we can. It keeps cutting in and out, and I can't hear myself talk, and that's really weird. It's, it's kind of disorienting. It's very disorienting, and <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to wear headphones to begin with, you know, yeah. two and a half years ago, because that was gonna be weird. So, anyway, well, I I can't hardly hear you. All right, I can't move. Okay, I can. You can All move. right, I, oh. I you know I can't move. I, I have to sit like this. All right, so we'll have to troubleshoot this in a little while, maybe. Oh, good. Apparently there's an issue with the cable between your volume adjuster and your headphones. But that's okay. We'll be professionals and we'll soldier through like professionals do. So the soup did not all fit in the six-quart Instant Pot, so I put it in the fancy-dancy, ginormous eight-quart Instant Pot, which was amazing because I had breakfast and I had eight bowls of soup to put in the freezer. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of bowls of soup to put in the freezer. But I'll eat it. I take it to work with me. I had one when I got home today because I was hungry. So, yeah. So now I forgot what my story was. Oh, so then I made the kimchi. Yep. And And that's all sitting in, what are those jars called? My whack canning jars. Whack canning jars. Yep. In the kitchen. Probably need to burp them. Yeah, it smells like kimchi in that general area. Yeah, I was. Which is fine. It doesn't bother me, but it just, you just walk by and say, hey, there's kimchi there. Well, no, yes, don't I do necessarily. I don't necessarily because I walked past there and I was making my tea and I'm like, wow, it smells like somebody farted right here. And I'm like, why does it smell well, like that right here? And all of a sudden it dawned on me that there was a bunch of cabbage fermenting on the counter. Like, it I mean, smells it, like farts, <sighs> spicy farts. So <laughs> you said it, not me. Yeah, it doesn't smell great. And I thought, oh, did I open the garbage? Is something going on? What's yeah, I but it smells pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it's, it'll be good. I put extra carrots So how long does it batch. take to ferment before you can eat it? I think Michelle says three to five days, depending on temperature. So wh- she leaves it for like a week. When are we going to eat all that? There's like... Oh, it goes in the fridge. Quartz and quartz. There's, it goes in the fridge. room in the fridge for all that. Oh, there's plenty of room in the fridge. For how many quartz do we have down there or pints? Like six pints, seven oh, pints? Oh, you don't worry your pretty little head. It's fine. Take up any um, of my space. 
three to three to seven days, depending on how tangy you like it. And since it's cool out right now, I am probably going to let it go a little bit longer. I I'm completely disoriented right now with not being able to hear anything. Maybe might be better taking your headphones. I off. think it might be. Yeah, because at least yeah. you can we can yeah you can hear then. I can hear you. Because keeping the headphones on, blocking out exterior sounds. How's that? Is that better? Feel weird. This is old school. Back when you didn't oh use to my wear gosh, headphones. Gosh, this is so weird. Okay, so I think that's all I have going on in the kitchen. So I'll get the link for you for the um, the pork and napa cabbage soup. Okay. I'm sure I can track it down, but it'll be easier if you provide it for it's me. It's really, really, really good. I yeah. do. The only thing I do different with it is I put, uh, um, I dice a sweet potato and put that in there with it because I like how the sweet potato kind of makes everything just a little bit okay. sweeter. But I still put the white potato in there too if I have white potatoes. There were two white potatoes on the counter. I don't know if those are yours, but I Yeah, I forgot to I take those them. to work. That's fine. That's what they're there for. I used them, so... Yeah, I was going to eat those at work, and then they sat on the counter, and I forgot them. They sat there, so I thought, oh, hey, well, I'm going to put these in there, too. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's it? I think so. Okay. I can't hear that. You don't need... Well, man, it's kind of sad if you can't hear this amazing music. (laughs) All right, Elisa, it's time, even though you can't hear it, for some Canadian good news. I feel like I'm not really here right now. The only place <laughs> to get all of your Canadian canoes, the Elisa the Arnisa podcast. We're going to talk about a couple of fun things today. First one being, so what? I, so you know the name of this this meal, right? Yeah, Stonehenge Fiber Stone, Mill. Oh, there you go, Stonehenge that's, Fiber Mill. We have mill. the shepherd's wall at the store. Yeah, and that's kind of where this comes from. So handmade, here's a crazy, crazy, in quotes, crazy way to knit and crochet. Um... So Debbie McDermott, she's owner of Stonehenge Fiber Mill, told her husband that someday she'd figure out what to do with all the leftover pieces of yarn. She turned them into the company's best-selling item, colorful skeins of a two-ply yarn, now known as Crazy. And this is the first I've heard of this. Obviously, you're aware of it. Mm-hmm. You've, you've, I don't know, I say you've been made aware of it somehow because you're familiar familiar with their product. Yeah. Because you currently carry some of it at the store. Yeah, we carry a, a pretty decent selection of the Shepherd's Wool. Shepherd's I just Wool. haven't ordered the crazy. Yeah. So. Uh, it wasn't, there was, it was, it, it was tough to get for a while. Yeah, it sounds like it's been very popular for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it, this was Well, now I'm going to have to get some. Well, maybe you should. This was interesting You're to helping me, me spend because, money. Of, because of where it came from and how it came to be. She says, after we started making Shepherd's Wool Worsted, which is a three-ply dyed yarn in 65 colors, those mill ends had a color had color randomly here and there throughout. The ones with the color became so popular that we had to actually hire an employee to make the make them 40 hours per week. So they got a person dedicated mm-hmm. 40 hours a week to making this and used just the colors from the shepherd's wool. That employee hand splices every color change as she winds them on cones. When the cone is full, two of them are plied together in the finished two-ply sport weight yarn that is now called Crazy Yarn. We had a contest on our Facebook page about five years ago to name it. Not a very original name, but I think it's probably very descriptive and, and makes sense. So basically, they're they're taking the mill ends of these yep. and winding them onto cones, single ply, and then plying those together to get their uh, mm-hmm. two-ply yarn. And it, and why not? It seems yep. like a very creative and, and I mean, otherwise, it all, it all just goes to waste. I don't know if it just goes in the garbage or where those mill ends end up. 
or where they normally would go. Some places I think they just they recart them and um, blend them back up. I know some places they just sell them as millens. They just they just sell them as short skeins. Okay, so that I guess that kind of makes sense. Uh, so her husband retired from General Motors when they moved to uh, Michigan. They started raising sheep. And so she started hand spinning and we'd been, they had a petting farm. He was bored and we wanted to do something together instead of uh, me sitting in my craft room and going to craft shows, and which is where she sold some handmade goods. Then they started processing fiber for other people into roving and batting. And then after they were open for a couple of years, they started spinning for other people. And that meant we had to build another building. So they're building multiple buildings in their building area, yep. whatever their farm or whatever it happens to be. And I uh, wanted to utilize one side of our 24 head spinning machine, which I would like to see what that looks like. I would like to go do like a, mm-hmm. I don't know, factory tour, a mill tour mm-hmm. of uh, of one of these one time to see what that operation looks like. Because that sounds pretty cool. I don't know what a 24 head spinning machine looks like or exactly how it works, but it sounds pretty cool. And then she said, and that's when we started researching what kind of fiber I wanted to use. And we started a wholesale line of shepherd's wool. It's fine wool. That's a good description. It's It's fine wool. But it's very cool. And says, now, uh, today, McDermott employs 11 individuals, including her adult children. Um, yeah, and it talks a little bit about it's kind of sold, uh, the crazy yarn sold all over the place. But it's pretty neat. Um, and I met her at TNA that I think it was that first year that I had gone by myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was one of the... Um, one of the designers that I was working on, working with um, when we first opened... Um, Nora, I can't remember what her last name is, of uh, Noni Design. She doesn't design anymore, oh. and I don't think she has her stuff. She, she did a lot of felted stuff. She switched from um, she switched from one feltable wool over to um, shepherd's wool and sent me a skein to have me try it, and I, I loved it. Um, and it's, I mean, it's super reasonable because they're four-ounce skeins. They're 250 yards, so it's a lot of yardage on there. Um, and I wish I would have, I wish I would have known that the story was coming up because I have worn, I brought my, my mail-in home, my gray mail-in home from the store, my yeah. shop sample, and I've worn it, I think three days this week. Nice. <laughs> it's been cold. So I knit that in Shepherd's Wool. It's, it's an absolutely wonderful yarn. Um, and they're lovely to work with, but yeah, they, I met her at Tina A the first year that I went by myself and I had, was completely overwhelmed. Yeah. We didn't know my feet almost fell off and, yeah. but yeah. Nice. Story number two, second and final story. Kevin the Carrot receives knitted kilts from SWI, SWI being Scottish Women's Institutes. So apparently, I didn't. I don't know if you're aware of this from Aldi. Oh, I had it on a thing that I was going to talk to you about it. Yeah, there's a there's a Kevin the Carrot movement. I, as I'm aware, as I found this story, you're not. This is you're not surprising me with anything at this point. I know. <laughs> So Kevin the Carrot, apparently there's a whole advertising campaign for Aldi in the UK revolving around this carrot. And I need to go back and try to find all of these uh, various advertisements and commercials that they had because they sound pretty cool. There's a whole saga and story that goes along with Kevin the Carrot. And I think it's Katie is his wife, perhaps, if I remember correctly. But oh, I didn't know there was a wife. Oh, there's, I don't know if it's a wife or a girlfriend or what, but I'm not, I won't ruin the surprise because there was a, a final Christmas version uh, with Kevin and Katie, and uh, I won't go any further than that because I'll ruin the surprise. But this, these women knitted kilts to raise money for the Teenage Cancer Trust uh, for Kevin the Carrot. So there's these little plush Kevin the Carrot dolls. I don't know if you get these at Aldi or where you can purchase these or how, how you find them. 
To Linda Retson, chairman of the SWI, said, Our members have been challenged to make many unique and unusual things such as stripy dog jackets for dogs in rehoming centers, but knitting kilts for Aldi's Kevin the Carrot has been a new one on us. It's great to bring the talents of our members to new audi- to a new audience and to show the great crafts and great fun women can have as SWI members, especially when our knitting... <laughs> when our kilting... Wait. Kilting out of Kevin is for such a good cause especially when our kilting out of kevin is that a that is a phrasing that i am not familiar with is that kilting and making a kilt because you're not making the kilt out of kevin you're making a kilt for kevin that seems it sounds like you would be like a little like hannibal lectory and cutting up kevin to make him a kilt and that doesn't sound no this is i'm just reading the quote that does i'm so i'm not questioning linda retson i'm sure she knows what she's talking about she is scottish after all whereas i am not it's interesting. But anyway, so this brought me to the whole thing. And there's a whole, you go to Aldi and they've got their uh, aldi.co.uk slash Kevin. So if you want to go, they have this, the uh, final Kevin the Carrot advertisement. And I didn't take the time to go back and find. I don't want to hear that. Now I'm all messed up again. That's It's fine. We're going to go. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, technical difficulty. But anyway... <laughs> So there are, on uh, the Aldi website, they've got all kinds of, I don't know if if these are all Kevin the Carrot related, but there's all kinds of fun stuff here for for Kevin. And we love Aldi. And you know, it's funny because a friend of mine was working at Aldi and the, the manager at our Aldi here, yeah, his name is Kevin. Well, there you go. He, he did not know about Kevin the Carrot. You should dress up like a carrot then. How did he, how do you know he didn't know about Kevin the Carrot? Because I told my friend. She didn't know oh. about Kevin the Carrot. So how long have you known about Kevin the Carrot and you did oh, not share months. this? And you didn't share this with me? Well, I... Th- there weren't kilts then. Well, I guess so. The, yeah, this just came up this week. It was week. just like a, a felted Kevin the Carrot. I had it on a list. I had it on my tabs. And then I, I you know, reorganized my tab system and lost stuff. Reorganizes and got rid of most of them? <sighs> yeah. So that's that's the news I've got after the uh, what I thought was a fun surprise. I was going to surprise you with Kevin the Carrot, oh, all the information, and oh. you were already aware of it for the last three months and didn't bother well, to share. But it with I didn't me. know there was a Christmas story because when I found it was before Christmas. Oh, have you watched any of the ads? I watched one or something. Really? I have a short attention span for watching videos. They're like 30 seconds long. They're commercials. I know. How long does your attention span need to be to watch a commercial? We pay $8 more a month for Hulu so we don't watch commercials. But when you're there expressly to watch a commercial, you can't sit there for 30 seconds to watch Kevin the Carrot? And the animation's actually really good on these commercials, too. I thought it was pretty Well, you just made me feel like a really awful person. I knew about Kevin the Carrot, and I didn't tell you. You were going to surprise me. I ruined your surprise. You did. And now I won't even watch the commercials. Well, we'll have to watch them from the beginning. Of course, I already saw how it ends, but I'll have to go back and find the original and watch them uh, from beginning to end. It'll be a a big uh, Kevin the Carrot movie, which will be a total of like six minutes, probably. Actually, no, not even. It's 30 seconds. It'll probably be like three minutes. I always find how it's weird how like the the same company in different countries have completely different mascots. Oh, that's not weird at all. Because he's huge. Sure. We don't even have an Aldi mascot here. I was uh, afraid to go to Aldi for the longest time. I thought it was a completely sketchy place to go, and then a friend well, I mean, of mine told me, is. "No, you just need a quarter for a quart, a quarter for a cart." 
And I'm like, oh, that and then pretty I got, sketchy to me. And I'm like, well, why do I have to pay for a cart? Well, you have to pay for a cart because then the cart goes back and they don't have to have people going out to get them. Yep, exactly. Unless you're Mike and then you just get a cart and you get a quarter. You make a quarter going to Aldi. <laughs> what? When you went that day, <laughs> he, he put the he, the stuff went in the cart and you just took the cart. You didn't have a cart. He put the stuff in the cart what and you took the cart. What are you talking about? Oh, I don't know <laughs> what that is, but. But yeah, I like Aldi. So that is Kevin the Carrot, and that is pretty much all of the news that is news across the supermarket. I actually got to use that line. There, There's a sketch on that. Maybe I'll show Elisa that later, but we actually talked about the supermarket. Anyway, if anybody can tell us where that phrase comes from, all the news that is news across the supermarket, I will, uh, I'll clap for you. I don't have a prize or an award or anything, but I will I will give you a nice hearty round of applause. But otherwise, I think we're probably going to go ahead and bind off, weave in our ends. We're going to wash and we're going to block. What do you do after you're going to wear your project? That's all I can think of is you're going to bind off and weave in your ends and, and wash and block. Post your FO. Post your FO on Instagram. If you want to follow Elisa on Instagram, go to elisatheyarnista.com. Up in the upper right-hand area, you can find that uh, link to Instagram. You can find her link to Facebook, and you can find a link to Twitter and Ravelry I, all over the Internet. I would also recommend following Firefly Fibers on Instagram because I have been posting more on there because, I well, yeah, I haven't posted anything on my Instagram, and I need to. You probably should. It's good I for, probably should. It's good for your brand, Elisa. The Elisa the Ernista brand. Because that's a thing. Incorporated. There's no incorporated, just a brand. So you can do that. Again, if you want to participate in the program, send us an email, podcast at elisathearnista.com. Questions, comments, suggestions, ideas about anything, I guess, whatever it is that you want to talk about, you can certainly do that. Um, what else, Elisa? I, I feel like I'm forgetting things. I can't I think, think of it. Is that it? Every time we get, every week, we've been doing this 118 times, we get down to the end and I feel like I'm forgetting to well, say something. It's been a bumpy ride tonight. That's true. There's been a lot of issues and... Challenges. Challenges, including the fact that the battery in my mouse just died. <laughs> oh, boy. So I'm going to... I can't hear anything. Your mouse doesn't work. Up. Our start was not good because nobody could hear us. <laughs> Now I've got there. Okay, so I'll use my the, the touchpad on my keyboard, is, which is nice. Is Mercury still in retrograde? I don't care. Oh, nobody. That's dumb. Oh. If you have a problem with me saying that astrology is dumb, send us an email podcast at elisathearnista.com, and I'll respond to that on the show. <laughs> you just lost us a customer that's perfectly fine but please send us an email because we never get emails send us an email <laughs> all right so let's go ahead and uh bind it off thank you everybody for joining us and uh we'll see you in seven days cheers
I, I can I can knit. I can sew the girls' costumes when they get frayed. 